Blog Talk Radio. You know, 
blessed me with another year. Hey, man, couldn't have done it without him. Uh, and, of course, you, my brother, the boss man, your thanks for him, you know, because he put us on, you dig? We've been doing this a long time. You know, we're trying to just give good entertainment for our people out there. And FUIs included, we can't forget about you all because if it wasn't for y'all, of course, we wouldn't have a show to do. So psh, keep on doing keep on doing what you're doing, and we're going to report on it. What do you think about that? Amen to that. Hey, man. So. This is my favorite show I do. I tell you all the time. Hey. Favorite show I do is this show right here. I mean, we have so much material. I mean, they give it to us every day. So, I mean, we... I mean, let's keep it real. We have, we've seen enough stuff, and we've reported on, on enough stuff to practically do a show every day. You know, and, and and that's sad, but at the same time, it's good. You know what I'm saying? We save a lot of this info and bring it to you quarterly. You understand? And so we can bombard you with all kinds of craziness and madness that you might not have heard about or you might not have been paying attention to in the media or maybe on social media. And we bring it to you and give you what you've been missing. And that's a whole bunch of just straight up FUI activity, dude. And look, it is ridiculous. And it's supposed to be. So that goes without saying. You all are listening. We're here. And gosh, man, it's it's unbelievable. And it's unbelievable that we've been doing this for the better part of a decade. You understand? And we still have endless material. All kinds of material. I mean, <laughs> like seriously. Endless material. Endless material. Dude, it like it doesn't stop. It doesn't stop. And that just goes to show you, you know, the power of the, the FUI mind, you know, is never gonna stop ticking, it's never gonna stop pulling shenanigans. You can forget it. You know, they're gonna keep sending us emails, we're gonna keep reading them. I mean, look. I mean, we get endless amounts of emails, you know, with all kinds of crazy mess in it. I have to try to read it. Is it fun? Yeah. Is it pitiful? Yeah. You know, but, hey, that's just like I said, that's the mind of an FUI. You know what I'm saying? I mean, they're going to do what they do, and we're going to do what we're doing. That's right. So, without further ado, we're going to get into our first little story from NBC Sports uh, talking about and perhaps the boss man can give us a little insight on this situation but I'm just going to read a little excerpt about that time Shaq choked teammate before a game as described by Grant Hill once again I got this story from NBC Sports thanks to NBC Sports being a reliable source and uh they're talking about Grant Hill being on CBS Sports on uh, Writer's Block. And he's talking about Shaquille O'Neal choking out uh, Gordon Gerasik before a game. And put him in, he put him in a sleeper hole. You understand? Put him in a sleeper hole and the guy was knocked out. Passed out on the locker room floor before the game. Now, they're saying that uh, Giracek, or Giracek was a good player from Croatia, a good shooter, but he never passed the ball inside. He would always kind of look 
check off and shoot it. <laughs> hey, it, it, I guess Shaq was like, he, uh, he, they said he would kind of tra- uh, trash talk to Shaq. So Shaq was like, I'm going to let this guy know who I am. Right before that big game with Phoenix against Dallas, uh, Grant came out and, like, this guy's laid out on the floor. And he's like, uh, come on, Shaq, we're trying to win. But he put him in that ultimate ultimate sleeper hold, and I can only imagine it was like a boa constrictor wrapping itself around, around your neck. And that's when straight up, like, what if he would have really choked the guy out? Like, beyond, like, waking up, he'd be Shaq the convict. But, you know, I guess that's the type of activity that they do. I gotta let him know who I am. I'm Big Shaq. <laughs> it's almost like, oh, dude. <laughs> I mean, and then it's like this, they're giving him the reprimand, but it's Shaq, you know, they say, but to choke a guy out on the locker room floor for a game, this isn't the WWE. So it's not like Shaq hasn't been in the WWE. It's not like he hasn't seen it. You know, what if he would have put him like in a scorpion deadlock or something like that? I guess it could have been worse. Or the, or, or the cross face. Dude. Could have leg dropped him. Boy, Giruchet got off easy. Oh, dude, did he? That's what I was just saying. I said he could, he pretty much could have pulled off a lot. He could have, he, he, I mean, he could have turned right back into Shaq Fu. Or Kazam or something. Could have power slammed him or something. I remember that game on Sega. I had a game on Sega, Shaq Fu. I remember that game. I didn't know what Dude, the that I was game, doing, but I had it. <laughs> that game was, dude, that was in, incredibly ridiculous. <laughs> and remember that other that man, song he had? I know I got skills, man. I know I got skills. That's all, oh, man. <laughs> Shaq was off the meat rack, dude. Like, uh, what, uh, what was that song about biological didn't bother? I felt it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I felt where he was coming from. It was a, you know, but I don't know how all that would compete against. Well, it probably would compete against today's rap because some of today's rap is just, uh, it's not what that is, bro. I'm just saying. And maybe. Just maybe for our next show, we can add a little segment called FUI Activity in Hip Hop. Exactly. Now, I will say this, bro. I know I got skills better than I get the business of tag team cousins. I did better It was brother now, those two horrific songs. Oh, my somebody. God, dude, are you kidding? <laughs> Man, look. <laughs> and wait, wait a minute. And wasn't he like the honorary member of like the Fushnikin? He was. Oh, wow. Those were the days. Those were the days. I'm trying to tell you, man. Uh, Shaq was making a lot. Uh, I, mean, he's still, I mean, he's still making a lot of money. Can we you know what Shaq saying? maybe in an original FPY before he got on our radar? Back back in his day, you understand? He was originally Dude. a Fu King before you know who took over. Yeah, but uh, I I gotta tell you, look, you know, um, our current king, I mean, Shaq did 
didn't have nothing on this dude. <laughs> I'm trying to tell you, Shaq ain't got nothing on this dude. Uh, uh, our, our our brother makes uh, Shaq look like a saint. Exactly. <laughs> straight up, like it's unbelievable. You know what I'm saying? Like Smith, dude. After that, first, and I can. You know what I'm saying? It's like I got to keep referring to it because it's the perfect example. Like when he busts out that with the with the Wesley Pipes duo. <laughs> exactly. Dude, man. And that tour, they, they want that tour together? Dude, man, come on, dude. That's what I'm talking <laughs> Like, I don't think, I, I, don't, I really don't think Shaq would have rocked that off, man. I'm just like, I mean, for his image sake, like for the you know, the, the, the franchises that he owns, like, I don't think they'd ever have, they'd ever be able to get over such a blunder. Exactly. It's like a career-zapping blunder. You know what I'm saying? I don't even know how JR still got, you know, this guy's resilient. You got that right. <laughs> I'm serious. Like, after that, then, then the, oh, wow. Man, forget about it, man. I'm trying to tell you, but okay. Enough about Shaq. Let's go. Let's see. Uh, we've got a report from our guys at NBC Sports. Heat executive accused of embezzling while he was with the team. Hmm. It says from NBC Sports. The Kings have experienced so much internal dysfunction and can be nothing. But the latest issue come to light sure is eye popping. Okay? Sam Stanton and Darrell Smith of the Sacramento Bee reported that a former top executive of the Sacramento Kings is suspected of siphoning off, check this out, $13.4 million from two of the team's top sponsors and using the funds to purchase beachfront property in Southern California. The sources told the Sacramento Bee. Now, FBI and federal prosecution are investigating Jeffrey R. David, 44, the former chief revenue officer for the Kings who currently holds the same position with the NBA's Miami Heat for what sources say was a sophisticated money laundering scheme that allegedly diverted $9 million from the Golden One Credit Union and another $4.4 million from the Kaiser Permanente Foundation. Did we get that? Wow. Now, the King's attorney... William Portnova confirmed the team went to federal officials with findings of an internal investigation and noted that because of the team's swift actions, all assets are being recovered with no loss to the team or the company. Now, this was an amazing response by the FBI. In the USA attorney, Portnova said, it's rare to be able to identify the culprit and return the diverted assets as quickly as the FBI has. And this sounds very bad, very bad for Mr. David. I agree. It looks like uh, 
somebody is going to be doing a little time. He better get his booty hole ready. No, oh no, there's some a, a white a white collar prison, like I got a prison hotel almost. He'll be all right. Oh my God, it's gonna look like a freight train ran through him. But you know, you do the crime, you're gonna have to do the time. But uh, I probably I wouldn't be surprised if he got off with probation. Yeah, know what color he is. Yeah, I'm just saying. I'm just saying, I wouldn't be surprised if he was, I mean, he uh, apparently has some type of loot, you know, in, a, in, a, in, in to enable him to get the right, uh, the right defense squad or whatever he wants to get, you know, and maybe he could, he'll get a slap off, a slap on the wrist. Miami Heat should be scared though. Miami Heat should be scared though. Well, for real. <laughs> like, <laughs> dude, like. That's crazy. Look, 13.4. I'm talking about shaving it off the top. You know what I'm saying? Serious shenanigans, brother. And even worse, FBI criminal type. Uh, no, not FBI. FUI. Criminal activity. Sounds ridiculous? It's not. It's exactly what it is. All right, let's get to our next little story. Let's see what we got right here. <laughs> All right, what did you send me? What did you send me? Ah, oh, dude. You ready for this? Oh, yeah, I am. This one right here is going to bake y'all's noodle. I promise you that. Uh, wow, now this is some true to life FBI, FUI. Why do I keep are they watching me? What the heck? <laughs> anyway, I'm just saying, they could be listening to our show, dude. I mean, you remember how we used to get zapped? Yes, we, I do remember that. A random yeah. zapping, you know, and no right. reason. That's right. Could be. I'm just saying, could be, you know. But anyway, once again, from our guys at NBC, NBC Sports, the Thunder Stephen Adams says he whipped gross sweaty hair at opponents during games. That's a FUI for you right there. Well, what's even more surprising is that is how this story even made the news. You know, I guess it would. But, uh, that's I mean, there's a lot more information than what I would even want to read on, but I'm going to go for the guts to go and do it. All right. It says, uh, Stephen Adams delights in making life miserable for opponents. And I can understand that because it tells you right there. He whips gross, sweaty hair at opponents during his game. Right? Now... That, it's ridiculous if, if, if you ask me. Now, uh, uh, the man Hamish McNeely of Stuff said that one had asked Adams how sweaty his hair got during NBA games. The Oklahoma City Thunder player confirmed it got very sweaty and it is real gross. However, when it was tied in a ponytail, he used it to his own advantage, flicking the sweat-soaked hair 
defender. It whips them in the eye and they get really mad, he said. Now, here, here's, here's the thing. Getting really mad is an understatement. You understand? Because the thing is, is we or nobody else don't know what kind of salmonella this guy has in his hair. Exactly. And he's whipping his sweaty, oily, nasty, dirty, funky, stringy hair in somebody's eye. Now, I promise you, if I were on that course and that happened to me, I'd probably be pulling off a shack food. Exactly. We'll have, we'll have a, a malice in the palace, what? too. Oh, man, dude. Do oh, like, what? Do, 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 do like the Ron Artest test what happened to you. Do like the Ron Artest test my Metal World Peace. He'll kill that right. dude. What? I mean, he... Uh, he count on both hands the times that uh, that good old Meta had almost clotheslined somebody on the court. I mean, you didn't see when he ran into the stand? <laughs> I mean, that just goes to show... And that was for ice. What? what is, well, that was for, like, water? Ice water? Yes. All right, like, like, let's let's think, let's think about that. Let's put those two and two together. You know what I'm saying? You're talking about dirt, somebody's dirty, sweaty hair, and all the head chips and salmonella flying in your eye. You know what I'm saying? That ain't got nothing on some ice water. He ran up in the stands for some ice water. So you can almost imagine what he'd do to this guy right here. I mean, anybody. What if that stuff flies in your mouth? Nasty. You understand? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. This guy right here is a certified candidate. I'm going to add Stephen Adams to our list of FUIs. Looks like I'm going to have to do that, brother. Because that is... That is... Is disgusting. This is disgusting. Okay. All right. Let's see. What about our next little story right here? This stylish young dude, uh, Nick Young. Nick Young reportedly arrested. The no shirt brother of the FUI king. That's right. That's right. And Nick Young. That's. Uh, who's his girlfriend? Used to be Iggy Azalea. Okay, no, I thought that was the right guy. Iggy Azalea. And uh, not to jump off the subject, but uh, when was the last time she had a hit? Can't recall. Okay. Okay, I got you. All right, now uh, I was—I I just wanted to—I'm just trying to figure that out. You know, I haven't heard anything from her in the longest. Like, is she even a uh, Evelyn Lozada non MF factor? I doubt it. But you know, just—I'm just saying. All right, let's uh, oh, let's get into this story right here. Uh, NBC Sports once again. Thank you. This is not how you impress teams when you're a free agent. Okay? Um, TMZ Sports reported that Nick Young was 
uh, arrested on Friday night in Hollywood following a traffic stop. Uh, the law enforcement sources tell us the former Golden State Warriors star was pulled over just before midnight for a routine traffic violation when something went terribly wrong. You got that? We're told the 33-year-old refused to cooperate with the officers on the scene, which is a no-no sometimes. And so he was arrested also for obstruction of justice. Now, with uh, all the video that has been seen of young black people getting beaten up you understand or jacked up or even shot for that same little bogus reason you think you know how to handle himself better in front of uh, the evil police but I guess not there's a smart way and there's a foolish way to deal with the police if he hasn't watched the videos anyway but he was arrested for obstruction of justice and he was taken to a nearby station where he was booked. And we're told that Young's vehicle was impounded. Now, uh, they don't have a lot of details on how it went down. So, of course, it'd be difficult to draw uh, the conclusions. Okay. So, hmm. I guess the Warriors would be frustrated with Young not playing. You know what I'm saying, or whatever. But I, I guess it's a, it's kind of a bogus look for him. He you know, being bogus. created. He I mean, it can't be half as bogus as him and his uh, no shirt brother in action. You got that right. Well, you know, I guess I guess that's the way it is. You know what I'm saying? Stop drawing attention to yourself, dude. You're you know, you're on a different level. And if you don't want to get in trouble, you know they're going to probably be trying to target you. You understand what I'm saying? Just like they do any young black man that, that that's trying to do better for himself or, you know, he's in another tax bracket, you know. I mean, ask our current rappers. And it's a shame, but that's the way that it is. You know what I'm saying? So... Hey. All right. All right. Nick Young. Smart enough. Oh, brother, here we go. Another really good reporting story about who is this? JJ Reddick? Maybe not. Maybe not. Maybe so. Wait a minute. Trying to look it up right now. Here we go. It's going to come up. Yes, it is. All right. It's even better. J.J. Reddick on what derailed Clippers. He calls it Donald Trump level petty. Oh, yeah. That's, that's, that's real petty right there. Pretty much. Hmm. All right. Once again. NBC Sports says the the Los Angeles Clippers are over. Well, at least the version that we have become accustomed to over the past decade. So Chris Paul is with the Houston Rockets. 
Blake Griffin is with the Detroit Pistons, and DeAndre Jordan is a Dallas Maverick. Okay. It says that J.J. Redick was one of the one of those core players for Los Angeles. That is a new location, signing a second one-year deal with the Philadelphia 76ers over the summer. All right? Now, Mr. Redick gave some insight about why he felt the Clippers locker room sort of fell apart at the end. And this is by a part of my take. I don't think there was one moment Doc used to always talk about how when one group was together for a long period of time, instead of getting closer together, you end up pointing fingers at each other. It was weird because separately, everybody was really cool with each other. Off the court, everybody sort of got along. And then there was just so much pettiness. It was just pettiness. Okay? It's weird to think what we had the potential to accomplish and what ultimately derailed was that pettiness, like Donald Trump level pettiness. Isn't that crazy? Wow. I'm just saying. Donald Trump level. Basically, there was a little, that's like, the, little kids in the locker room, pretty much. Pretty, that's what I'm saying. Pretty much. Pretty much. Whining and stomping. <laughs> I mean, I didn't maybe you can elaborate shot. some of You me the ball. Screw you. Ah! I'm going to build a wall. I'm going to separate myself. Amazing. Amazing. Amazing stuff. Okay. Let's go on with these stories. Let's see. Enough on J.J. Reddick. Okay, here's a good one. Colin, Colin Kaepernick. And uh, I'd like to shout out Nike right now, you know. Um, I don't actually really wear the Nike brand of shoes, but I do wear Converse, which is owned by Nike. So, big shout out to Nike. They always stick behind their endorsement. And, uh... Colin Kaepernick and Eric Reed get rousing ovation at the U.S. Open. All right. And we get this from, um, I guess this was posted by Mike Florio from PFT Live. Right. Shunned by the Football League headquartered in New York, free agent quarterback Colin Kaepernick free agent safety Eric Reed have been celebrated by the National Tennis Tournament held there. Okay. By multiple reports, Kaepernick and Reed received a rousing ovation when the images were displayed on the video board at the U.S. Open on the night of the showdown between Serena and Venus Williams. The poor souls who didn't realize Kaepernick and Reed are American icons are about to be given a rude Forearm Shiver wrote their attorney, Mark Garagos, on Twitter in response to news of the warm welcome they received. All right. Sounds awesome. So two years after Kaepernick 
began to protest during the anthem knowing full well because it would adversely impact his career. He's moving toward what would be regarded as an upset on par with Super Bowl three. Even though those who understand how the NFL operates will have seen it coming. What do you think about that, brother? He may get them fools on his collusion case and get a big grip. Could be. They should have gave the man a job, but oh no. And some of these bad quarterbacks you see out here playing, you, you mean tell him he can't have a job? Okay. We all know what that's about. He was white. You know what I'm saying? I mean, right, pretty much. That's a good word for it. I mean, pretty much, let's call it spade a spade. That's exactly what it is. Getting white balled. It uh, goes hand in hand with this one right here. Um, and I know everybody saw what happened to Serena Williams. That was a pretty sad case. And I don't know if anybody's seen, but there's this... Uh, like this illustration, this comic illustration being shown virally yeah, on social like media. Yes, exactly. Like really, I mean, it's right, it's right in your face. You know, outright racism, and I mean, this can't be denied. You know what I'm saying? This is exactly the type of things that you know, guys like Colin Cap, you know, they're they're kneeling for. You know. Police brutality must come to an end. As a matter of fact, you know, racial injustice and systemic racism must end. End it now. Anyway, Serena Williams says everyone should be grateful to Colin Kaepernick and Eric Reed. This is posted by Michael Davis Smith, once again from PFT Live. He says that Colin Kaepernick and Eric Reed were cheered by the crowd. I just got through talking about that. Okay. Um, and Williams, who defeated her older sister Venus, said that after the match, that she admires the stance that Cap and Reed have taken on racial justice. I think every athlete, every human, and definitely every African American should uh, should be completely grateful and honored how Colin and Eric are doing so much more for the greater good than they are, so to say. Williams said, they really use their platform in ways that is really unfathomable. I feel like they obviously have great respect from a lot of their peers, especially other athletes, people that are really looking for social change. Of course, Cap is the first NFL player to kneel during the national anthem, and Reed was the first teammate to join. Neither player had been able to find another NFL team leaving the 49ers and both are bringing a collusion case against the NFL and I for one do not watch the NFL until justice is served that's just me don't send me any hate mail okay now it says that Williams herself does not stand for the anthem for the anthem despite her Jehovah's Witness faith Jehovah's Witness faith she's been criticized by other Jehovah's Witnesses who say she is violating their religion teachings by standing for the anthem. It says she does stand, as a matter of fact. My bad. It says she does stand for the anthem. 
and that's one thing I had noticed. Um, most, most of my friends who I grew up with who were Jehovah's Witnesses, they do not believe in standing for the anthem. Jehovah's Witnesses do believe that standing for patriotic ritual is a form of idolatry, and they have sued for the right not to stand for the anthem. Mm. Wow. Okay. Well, that's what's up. Good for Colin Cap and Eric Reed. Thank you, brothers. All right. That's, that, that's now, my new excuse now for not saying that I'm a Jehovah's Witness. So it's my new excuse now. Say what? It's my new excuse for not saying that's what happened now. I'm going to say I'm a, I'm a Jehovah's Witness. I'm, I'm down with the witnesses. I'm, I go to Kingdom Hall. I go to San Francisco. It's our dogs now. That's what I'm going to say now. Right. <laughs> that gave me an out. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, this is crazy. Hey, man, but that's, that's what that is. Uh, let's see. We got another good story right here. Wait for it to pull up. And let's see. We don't want any shenanigans being pulled. coming, bro. They keep coming. You understand? Like, we've literally, literally read off thousands upon the thousands of these goofy emails, and it's on another level. You understand? Um, oh, dude. Uh, here's something serious. Check this out. Once again, from PFP Live. This was posted by our guy. Josh Alper, Michael Kendrick admits to participating in insider trade. <laughs> All right. Dude, I'm sure. On the latest episode of Hard Knocks, Brown's linebacker, Michael Kendrick, was shown sharing inside information on the Eagles' offense that he gleaned while playing for the team. Really? That may not make Kendrick's friends in Philadelphia, but it's not illegal. Inside a trading of stock is illegal. However, and Kendrick's participation in that activity has landed him in trouble with the federal government. Unbelievable. U.S. Attorney William M. McSwain announced in Philadelphia on Wednesday that Kendrick and another man have been charged with insider trading. The activity took place four years ago, and Kendrick's admitted wrongdoing in a statement released a short time later, and he did apologize, and he said he deeply regretted it, and he invested money with a former friend of his, oh yeah, let's do some finger pointing, who he thought he could trust and uh, who I greatly admire. And this guy is a Harvard graduate and an employee of Goldman Sachs. And he uh, sincerely apologized, coaches, owners, and teammates on the Eagles and the Browns, and of course his magnificent fans. But he said he didn't take any profit for himself. 
Really? Nah, he didn't say Well, I mean, what's the purpose then? You know, he said he was committed to repaying all of the funds, gained illegal. Yeah, that's heavy. Uh, the Browns issued a statement saying that Kendricks will not join the team in Detroit for Thursday's game and that they have been in communication with the league. Okay. Yeah, Kendricks' attorney told Philly.com that his client is expected to formally plead guilty in the coming weeks. And, of course, the linebacker could also be Subject to discipline under the NFL's personal conduct policy as it covers activity that undermines the integrity of the league team and for players. Wow. Yeah, as a black man, probation or jail? Uh, he's going straight to jail. Though he's a lesser charge than what David had earlier. But well, of I, course, but I, I mean, we Michael, know. Other. Michael Kendrick's is gonna be doing some time. He'll be giving that orange jumpsuit. I mean, we know how this is gonna pan out, you know. And if he doesn't go to jail, I mean, he's gonna be forced to pretty much, you know, embarrass himself. That's pretty much how it works. Like Ray Lewis, you know, big money. Exactly. Coon for life. <laughs> exactly. I mean, dude. Like he was just on hard knocks. You understand? Know like, this is crazy, dude. Yes. And you know who else went to? You know who else went to jail for insider trading? Who's that? Mark Stewart. Stewart. So, and Martha Stewart went to jail. You understand? Know so, golfer. Yeah. Bill Mickelson paid, paid his way off. Well, he snitched on other people and got off. Well, yeah, you know. But I mean, just like uh, some people are saying, it's like uh, uh, he's basically getting in trouble for something that, you know, congressmen do a lot. Yeah. You know, and I wouldn't be surprised if, you know, he, if he's cooperating, like, I wouldn't be surprised to if, if that led to something bigger. You understand? Because he may have told other players who were doing it too, so he may have on stitch on the homies. So, it could get really bad for Michael Kendrick and those around him who he told about his great alleged heist at the time before it went south on him. I don't know, man. I don't know how this is gonna pan out, but uh, good luck. Yes, this is right. This is this is you know, this is money. You understand? They don't like we money. Take money without them knowing about it for sure. You understand? Don't mess with the money. Don't do it. Yes, well, folks, don't mess with your dials because it's time for emails. Uh, we're going to take a short break here. Give us some time. Last from the queue back up. Take y'all a little break. So stick and stay with us on the short break. We'll be back with emails for you after the break. Unbelievable. And if you don't know, you don't know. You don't know. 